Introduction. You are what you think. We all have daily challenges and traumas to get through, ranging from domestic, professional and financial issues to concerns about health and interpersonal relationships. Is it any wonder that poor mental health is something that millions of people live with from day to day? In the last decade or so, we've seen a distinct shift in the understanding of mental health. Previously, it was a term that was associated with mental ill health. But now, quite rightly, it is used to denote our mental well-being in everyday life. Life's cards, the circumstances and challenges dealt out to all of us, naturally make a big difference to our lives. Yet some people with a good hand may not succeed in life as well as somebody who is dealt a poor hand. I can vividly remember as a child hearing the words, Is that your card? when a magician had performed a magic effect involving a pack of playing cards. When I was a little older, I fell into the company of magicians. As my interest in magic turned into a fascination, I was proud to be admitted, when just a teenager, as one of the youngest ever members of Britain's oldest magical society. I specialised in mind magic, which furthered my later interest in psychology. Soon I found myself uttering those same words, Is that your card? to an audience. All this in the days before Hogwarts and Harry Potter had been conceived in the fertile mind of J.K. Rowling. Not long after, I came across this passage during my studies. Model yourself on card players. The chips don't matter and the cards don't matter. How can I know what the deal will be? But making careful and skillful use of the deal, that's where my responsibility begins. Externals I cannot control but the choices I make with regard to them, I do control. Enchiridion Epictetus Now, the concept of cards took on another meaning in a philosophical sense. The cards or hand you were dealt in life. This quote was from a Greek Stoic philosopher. My interest in the Stoic philosophy was kindled during my university studies a few decades ago when economics confirmed itself as living up to its description as the dismal science. I found it was psychology that was more pertinent to life and economics, and this discovery shaped my eventual interests and further graduate studies. In tandem with that, it was a study of its close cousin, philosophy, or rather, one particular school of it, that resonated deeply with me. The philosophy of the Stoics from more than 2,000 years ago. Unlike other earlier philosophies, it was a philosophy of a way of life, of how to live. And more importantly, how to think. It showed how to deal with life's daily adversities and live a good life. Its attraction was that it was a practical way of conducting the art of living. We'll explore that later in this book. For the Stoics, the principle was simple. You are what you think. Your thoughts create your reality, 
for good or bad, and they influence everything you say, feel, and do. They were aware of the inner narrative that operates in the background of our minds and which is responsible for everything we think, feel, say, and do. They were all too aware that the words we use have tremendous power. They evoke an emotional state which results in a specific type of action or behaviour. More importantly, they recognise that this applies to both our inner dialogue and the words we use in everyday encounters. These stoic ideas resonated with my own thinking that you can gain insight, inspiration and motivation from studying wisdom passed down from long ago. Then you can take the principles with which you identify to help guide you in your own path in life.